Hello and welcome to the Love Advice segment. I'm Kim, I'm your queer matchmaker and I'll be giving you some love advice today. Um, last, the last episode was a bit of a off-topic rant, um, but I got some nice messages about some of the stuff that I talked about, a lot of other people feeling the same, feeling full of rage, um, and I'm feeling good now. I'm feeling okay. Um, a lot of the projects that I'm working on to do with my local area and to do with A Whole Orange for the queer community um, are kind of moving forwards. It's very exciting. Um, and I'm looking everywhere except, except the camera and I don't need to actually lean into the mic because it can still hear me from here. Um, but yeah. What's, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit of an update on what's going on with me. Um, seeing as you got so much information about me last time, I just got back from a trip. I went to Edinburgh for the weekend and had a nice time resting. Um, I went to a really cute cafe called Love Crumbs, and they had violet flavored tea. I love floral flavoured things so I was very happy there and that's where I actually um, sat down and answered your questions so I have notes um, and I'm going to get into that in a second I feel like there was something else I wanted to talk about mm. oh yeah <laughs> um I wanted to also plug the zine dating workshop um, because I have a few spots left for the zine dating workshop starting on Monday. So if you're having trouble with dating, you're not sure what you want or you know what you want but you don't know why you're not getting it, you don't know why you're not able to find the connections that you're looking for, um, the queer zine dating workshop is a great place to start. Um, every week for six weeks we meet up on a Monday evening and we talk about different aspects of dating and relationships. As a group, we kind of like all share how we're feeling about it, what our thoughts and preferences are, and kind of create a nice, cozy little space to share within um, so that you can kind of get a bit of clarity and figure out what is important to you in dating. And then also, you're already practicing sharing and being vulnerable and talking about feelings with a, a group of people. So it's nice practice for the beginning parts of a relationship when you have to have a lot of important conversations that aren't super comfortable for everyone. So yes, it starts on Monday the 13th of March. So if you're hearing this in the few days before that time, um, please sign up. You can find the information in my link tree which will be linked in the show notes. <laughs> I feel like such a dick every time I say linked in the show notes but um, there you go. So that's that's something I wanted to talk about. Um, what else has been going on with me? I, I bought some clogs. If you're watching the video on Patreon you can see that I bought some white clogs and I love them so much. Um, I got them from the charity shop for £8. Um, oh, 
I really feel like there was something else I wanted to share. But here we are. Oh, yeah, just that every single time that I take, like, a weekend off or take a break from doing work, I always come back being like, oh, my God, guys, rest is amazing. Have you heard of rest? It, it makes you feel so much better about everything and makes doing things a lot easier. Um, so here's the PSA for this time I've taken a rest. Resting is good. It will make you feel a lot better than you think it will. Um, all right. Let's get on to the questions. So, just moving the mic a little bit. Um, a lot of the people that sent in questions this time, because I asked for any love advice needs in Instagram stories, a lot of people that replied are people that I know. And so uh, the thing that they're asking about, I know more details about. Um, but I'm going to just give a general answer. It's not necessarily specific to you and your situation and your tendencies we can talk about it in more detail <laughs> in person but I'm going to give kind of like a general answer that could be useful to anyone else having the same struggles and that will be useful to you as well um thank you for sending in questions I love receiving questions I love having new things to do with love and dating and relationships to think about to find ways to help people that are going through those kinds of things so without further ado there's quite a lot of an ado um we're going to start with the first question so it just says long distance exclamation mark how do i stop being sad um and my advice is not something that you want to hear probably but i think it's stop wanting to stop being sad you're gonna have to just be sad for a little while like you don't need to stop yourself from feeling the yearning and the kind of like the dramatic poetic feelings that can come from being in a relationship whether that's like an early relationship or you've been together for a long time those feelings when you're not able to be with each other and you know exactly how long it is until you're going to be able to see each other again um, feel those feelings of sadness um, listen to some dramatic music um, go for a walk in the rain and feel the feelings and let yourself experience that um, frustration I think a lot of it's frustration um, yeah I think that's a really important part of life part of the rich tapestry of human existence and it's like I think when you're away from somebody that you care about especially when you're just starting to form a relationship with them it's really easy to kind of like um, create a connection with an idea of the person um, and to kind of like because every time you're talking to them they're not there so you're only getting like a little slice of them um, and so I think something that in general is really important when you're starting to date someone is to care more about your own sort of feelings and like figuring out how you're feeling rather than trying to predict what they're feeling. Um, let them process their feelings and communicate them to you and then take your time to um, process your own feelings. 
So, in short, do feel sad, feel frustrated that you can't be together, um, enjoy it, <laughs> uh, be really excited to see each other again, and try and introduce kind of like fun ways to communicate while you're apart. So this could be like letter writing is really sweet because you get kind of like a very unique slice of somebody's day or experience when they write down what's going on with them or what they want to say to you in one moment and then send it. It's very kind of like um, immediate but slow at the same time. Um, and yeah, so try communicating with them in different ways to kind of like keep the distance part a little bit fun. Um, and when it feels like too much sadness, too much frustration, and it's kind of overwhelming, I would reach out to the people who are physically in your vicinity. So I think it can often feel like it's a bit fake or forced if you really want to message somebody that you care about, but you're trying to not kind of like just live in this virtual digital space of you chatting to each other all the time um sometimes it can feel a bit fake or forced to kind of like take that desire to contact them and then contact someone else instead um but i think anything that prompts you to reach out to somebody that you love that you care about a friend uh, somebody who lives in your area that you want to get to know better um anything that prompts you to do that is a good thing and we don't need to be like puritanical about the reasons why we message our friends. You can message your friend and be too, super transparent about it and be like, um, hey, I really miss this person that I'm dating. Do you want to hang out? And that could be really sweet. You know, maybe you can share your feelings with them or maybe you can ask them if you can talk about other stuff and like just have a nice warm moment with them. Um, to remind you about all of the wonderful people in your life that you're not dating. Um, yeah, that's my advice for long distance. I have some quite extensive advice for long distance. I've been in several long distance relationships. Um, so if anyone is in, I know that this person is has just started dating someone and they're long distance from that person. But if you have any more specific questions about long distance, please ask them because I have lots of advice to give. Just putting the pen away and making a noise. Um, the next question was, uh, everyone who I want doesn't want me and everyone who wants me I don't want. So, I, I don't know. I think that this is a really frustrating situation to be in or rather not situation is a really frustrating way to feel um it's kind of like this mindset of feeling like you can't move forwards with dating anyone and feeling like the reasons for that are completely out of your control so you can't find somebody where your feeling for them is reciprocated and it can make you feel very stuck um and frustrated and angry even um so i just want to kind of like validate that frustration and those big feelings because when dating is kind of like f 
framed by society as such a big part of life and if that's something that you if you want to have a relationship in your life feeling like you can't connect because of a reason outside of your control like the people you like don't like you back or the people you like are not people you connect with um that's that's big that's big heavy feelings and i think that it can oh my phone just vibrated um let's put that on complete silent hang on um So whether whether dating is super important to you or whether you kind of like having a relationship right now is something that you you really care about, these are really big, huge feelings. And dating is so often, I've probably said this before, but dating is so often framed as frivolous and trying to find a partner is sold to us as something that should happen supernaturally, um, by which I mean really naturally, very romantic, no effort, you just stumble upon the person um and putting any effort into it is like somehow embarrassing but you know like if it's going to be a huge part of your life and it's something that you really want and connection is going to be an important thing to you um take it seriously and take these feelings seriously they're big and that you are valid for feeling frustrated so now what can we do now that we've accepted the gravity of our own feelings? Um, I want to talk about sort of like two aspects. I've made notes, that's why I'm looking down. Um, two aspects that I think are really important to touch on. So this statement, um, no one I like likes me, no one that, I, that likes me I like them back, um, is kind of is very much emotional and it's a it's put you in a victim position so it's kind of it's not a truth it's a pattern and we tend to pick up patterns as humans we love to recognize patterns and we always apply our own biases to them so i think that the fact that you've picked up this pattern you've noticed that you know the people that you like don't like you back and when people like you, you don't tend to like them. Um, a bias has led you to kind of like connect to that. Um, and I'm just going to give s some examples of biases that could be going on here that could be connected to this. So there could be sort of a resistance to receiving love from people who are interested in you. Um, it's kind of like that classic thing of like, I wouldn't want to be part of a club that would have me as a member, you know, like, um, not valuing yourself um, to the extent that when somebody else values you, you kind of are put off by it. Um, being more interested in people who aren't interested in you from the start um, can be kind of like a very safe place to be because the relationship never threatens to become real or to continue on um, to a place where you know, you could actually connect, you could actually start to love someone or you could potentially get hurt. So there could be an element of like wanting to stay in, in the safety of not having to risk being in a relationship. Um, and there could also be um, an element of like, maybe you're kind of like 
I don't know, obviously. All of these are just theories. But there could be an element of, like, having a self-fulfilling prophecy where you kind of, like, assume other people's feelings and don't reach out to ask them um, and just be like, oh, they probably don't like me or they wouldn't like me or they haven't sent any explicit signs that they like me. So there it is again. Somebody that I like doesn't like me back, this type of thing. Um, and that can kind of, yeah, it can turn into a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy where you only feel safe to um, like somebody who isn't interested and you only feel safe to kind of like connect with somebody who is interested when you don't want them back, um, which can lead you into this place where you're perfectly safe from experiencing any of the positive or negative experiences of being in a relationship but you're kind of like the frustration even though it's uncomfortable it feels more safe so you kind of like stay here um so if any of that rings true for you um i would recommend kind of like taking the statement that feels true like maybe feel like okay maybe i do really resist love from people who are interested in me like i once somebody shows a sign that they like me, it really puts me off. Um, sit down and write about it. Kind of like dig into the times that that's happened to you before. Dig into like the feelings and emotions and like assumptions that have led to those situations. Um, or you can talk it through with somebody that you really care about that um, really cares about you that you feel safe talking to you can also talk about it with me you can book a private one-to-one -one love advice session um, and in the meantime I'm going to kind of like take this statement that was posed as a question and I'm going to find what is actually true in this situation because um it's not a fact that every single person you like doesn't like you and it's not a fact that every single person that likes you you don't like back this is just kind of like the pattern that you have noticed so what is true um you deserve love you deserve connection you deserve to have the love and connection that you want um you are worthy you are worthy as you are you don't need to kind of like change in any way in order to be worthy of love um you are capable of finding connection and the kind of relationship that you want you will find it those things are all true and if you don't believe them that's fine but they are more true than the concept that there is some kind of universal dynamic created by the general physics of life that makes the people you like not like you back and the people who like you be not interesting to you um the other thing is is that you can only do your side of a relationship you can only do relationship <laughs> you can only do your side of a relationship you can only do your half of a conversation you can only do your part of a thought process um this kind of like the question that you ask is very much like wrapped up in both halves of a relationship wrapped up in like you liking someone and somebody liking you back um and 
the fact that you're so aware of other people's like feelings for you um might suggest that you're kind of like worrying a lot about how somebody else feels and worrying about what somebody else wants um when you're not in a kind of like in a position to need to worry about that yet if that makes sense so thinking more about your feelings in relation to somebody else's feelings rather than just figuring out your feelings overall figuring out what you want figuring out what you're looking for um because that's kind of like important to know or be aware of before you need to know how somebody else feels about you um because you know maybe you find someone who you like who likes you back but you're not looking for the same things there's so many other elements that could come into play um that you actually have awareness of like what kind of relationship you want where you want to live you know the the kind of um the the kind of people that you're interested in before it gets into like the dynamic between your feelings and somebody else's feelings i feel like that was a bit convoluted but there you go um also something else i would mention is the more people you meet this isn't sorry this is another truth the more people you meet the more likely you are to meet someone who likes you and you like them back um so if you find yourself not really meeting that many new people or kind of like meeting somebody finding out that they don't like you back and then still kind of like investing in that relationship even though you know you're not going to get what you want from it um maybe kind of look at how you could be reaching out and meeting more people where there is a genuine potential for a relationship um that you're looking for yeah i think this is um yeah i i really feel for you because i have been in this kind of mindset before and i think it makes dating seem kind of like a statistical thing and seem like a uh like a game or a role play or something where you're kind of like meeting somebody and waiting for your theory to be proven true or false um you're meeting somebody and kind of like trying to figure out how they feel rather than just kind of like being there on the date so like when you stop seeing dating in terms of numbers and odds and patterns you can see the person in front of you in the moment much better so when you're not kind of like having this narrative or this story about you and the kinds of people you date and what tends to happen then you're actually able to respond to the person that's sitting across from you and you're able to um meet with them in a more genuine way so my advice is um investigate no actually let me start again my advice is feel the frustration it is incredibly frustrating there are so many things that contribute to the importance placed on relationships and attractiveness and general kind of like the 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 dynamics of dating and if it's important to you you're going to have big feelings about it so allow yourself to feel that feel validated in that you deserve to have these big feelings these big feelings are 
there for a reason they're logical um don't feel embarrassed to have big feelings about dating because it's huge and we're just supposed to pretend like it's all casual and easy and natural but this is big and nobody ever teaches you how to do it um so yeah first feel the frustration then look into the frustration and find the kind of biases and narratives that are leading to it so the 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 kinds of things i mentioned like resisting love from people who are interested um being more interested in people who aren't into you that type of thing um and see if any of that rings true remind yourself then of what is true and the most difficult to argue with truth is the more people you meet the higher your chances of meeting somebody that you could have a good connection with so reach out and meet more new people go to places where the kinds of people you'd like to meet are likely to be so if you want to meet people who are into the artistic and creative mediums that you're into go to the places where that art is shown or that art happens um if you want to connect with people based on like your career then kind of go to events that center around that go to the places where these people are likely to be um and i just want to say that the more you're able to investigate these narratives and stories that are kind of like copy pasted into each interaction you have with people um and let them sort of fade away and see them for the the biases that they are then it will be much easier to actually connect with the people that you meet um yeah that's my advice there and i just and is such a filler word for me <laughs> that's my advice there i hope that helps i'm think i'm going to do one more question how long have i been talking almost half an hour um I'm going to do one more question. Hmm. Maybe two. I think I'll do two more questions. One of them is a little the advice is a little similar to long distance. So I'll do that one first. Um the question just said, "Hmm, how do you get over the urge to reach out to an ex?" Um this is rough. Again, big feelings. this is completely valid for you to be having some brain drama over this um don't deny these feelings i don't know what's happened between you and your ex even if it ended super amicably it can still be really intense when you want to reach out to someone you know you've had very close deep emotional contact with somebody for a long time you've built this relationship this connection and then it kind of like disappears very quickly um so don't feel guilty for wanting to reach out to them don't feel like it means you should get back together necessarily um it's completely normal if you go from having a deep connection with someone to having a very different less intense less connected relationship with them to have the urge to reach out so um don't beat yourself up for it feel those feelings um and then once you've had a cry or a scream maybe um have a look at the feelings more specifically try and figure out what it is you actually want to communicate by reaching out to them so 
what what is the reason for you to reach out to them that's like making it very difficult to resist doing that is it that you want them to know something or is it that you want to know something is there some kind of closure that's missing um is it just that you are very used to reaching out to them on a regular basis and so now that you're not together anymore it's kind of like a habit that no longer makes sense um so discover kind of like the truth behind your desire to reach out um what are you actually trying to get by communicating um then i would say this is like an age-old piece of advice that i think everybody resists doing for the beginning part of a breakup when they kind of are just you almost want to feel terrible because it keeps the relationship going so it's very difficult to take advice um but every time i've done this it's made me feel a lot better sit down and write them a letter or a text or an email um in your notes app definitely not in your text chat um write out everything that you would want to say to them everything you want them to know all the questions that you want answers to and then see how you feel about all of these things that you want to reach out with do you still want to send that to them do you still kind of like feel like you need to hear from them on some of these questions um if you have a very strong feeling that you would like to still reach out to them give it a day and then maybe you need to reach out if you've written it down and you're like okay maybe actually none of this needs to be said maybe all of these questions i sort of know the answers to i just don't like the answers i would love a new answer but i'm not going to get a new answer um maybe all of these things that i want to communicate actually don't change the situation but i just needed to get them out of my brain i needed them to be you know honored in a way um so once you've written out this letter and i would really recommend not sending it writing it for yourself for the purpose of processing your own closure of the relationship um and just kind of like getting it all out really um and then i'm going to suggest the same thing as with a long distance relationship so if you are feeling a very intense desire to reach out to your ex um reach out to a friend instead reach out to somebody that you love and that you care about you don't have to reach out to them saying hey i really want to message this person can you help me not message them you can say that if you want to but you can also just reach out saying like hey how are you how are you doing do you want to meet for coffee um and even though it was born of suppressing a desire to contact somebody that you shouldn't contact it doesn't make the connection that you have with your friend or that coffee that you have or the conversation that you have any less valuable and valid and nice um so yeah but i also i don't know i feel like i generally want to send out the message after every question of like this is big feelings and i want to feel them with you and validate that for you so um i'm really sorry that all of you are experiencing frustration and pain and sadness so much so that you reach out to ask for advice and i just want to honor your feelings because um yeah the reflex can be to just push them down or try and get rid of them so um yeah there's one more question i want to answer 
Um, oh, I was kind of tagging it on the end, thinking it was going to be a short answer, but we'll see. Um, the question is, age-old, attractiveness and money versus compatibility and personality. And then a crying face emoji and like a crying laughing face emoji. Um, okay, so I think some people could be tempted to say, um, obviously, compatibility and personality are more important for maintaining a long-term and healthy relationship. And to a certain extent, it makes it easier when you like the person um, and your personalities are compatible, whatever that means to you. Um, but I think that a more true answer is it really depends on your values. So if one of your values is to do with money and wealth, if um, you have a value to do with uh, attractiveness, then, oh my tummy just gurgled, sorry, um, then prioritizing those things in a relationship is going to be more important to you. Um, values are kind of like quite difficult to put your finger on. They are sort of the underlying things that we find to be important. Um, and they sort of determine a lot of the decisions that we make. So if you have a value f that is for adventure, then a lot of the decisions that you make will be based on you prioritizing that. Um, but because we kind of like just have them running in the background, like, oh, I believe in fairness and justice and I believe in um, being adventurous and I have, you know, kind of like, uh, what's another good one? Uh, kindness, for example, um, you're kind of like making decisions based on these values, but you might not necessarily know what the values are because they're just kind of like they're running in the software in the background. Um, I don't know if that was a good tech reference. I'm sorry if it wasn't. Um, so I would recommend having a sit down. Oh my God, get your pen out because I'm going to ask you to write some stuff down again and have a think about what values are important to you. If you would like some help, you can find um, a values word search. Uh, I will link it in the show notes that I made for the zine dating workshop. That's actually one of the first things we talk about is like values and like the different things that um, you find to be important for your life. So sit down, have a think about what your values are. Do this in kind of like a shame-free, judgment-free space. Um, if something is important to you just because it's not kind of like the most popular value right now doesn't mean that it's not important to you and kind of trying to suppress that isn't going to help anyone it's just going to create some shame so if you find that you have values that you didn't really realize like maybe you are more led by money and wealth than you thought um, don't beat yourself up about that that's that's important too, there are lots of important aspects to life. And then once you have an idea of what your values are, you will have a better place, you'll be in a better place to approach potential relationships. You'll be more aware about the different things that are driving your decisions. And it will be easier to make decisions in a way that is like moving towards something rather than running away from something and what I mean by that is if you find that you don't 
care very much about wealth. Wealth isn't something that has great importance to you. Um, but, sorry, my tummy gurgled again. You, maybe you can't even hear it. But um, So if you find that wealth isn't important to you, but you know that you have a lot of kind of like fear or trauma around money and so you can like you tend to make decisions out of fear just because you're scared of um losing out on money or you're scared of not being able to make enough money and stuff like that um then you know that having lots of money isn't important to you um but when you make decisions based on fear of not having enough money it can kind of get a bit out of hand so you can be in a very financially stable position but because you kind of like have this fear that's sort of running your decisions you can make decisions that put you in a position to get more money even though that's not something you even want it's just kind of like a safety behavior if that makes sense um that was kind of a bit off track but with dating let me bring it to dating let me bring it to dating um so with dating you don't necessarily have to have completely matching values with a potential partner um but when you know the things that are important to you and the things that are kind of like driving your life for example let's say you care a lot about creativity um doesn't mean you have to be with somebody who cares about creativity um or somebody who is creative but if there's if you're potentially dating somebody who isn't interested in creativity at all doesn't see the value in it um they're probably not going to un understand a lot of your life decisions and they're not going to understand why you would prioritize creativity and so you know that you can either like decide that that is too much of a minefield to navigate and you would like to be with somebody who understands why creativity is important to you or you know where there's a blind spot where you're going to need to communicate more with your partner um, because you know they're not necessarily going to understand these things right off the bat um, I've kind of veered away hopefully that's still useful to some people but back to the original question of attractiveness and money versus compatibility and personality um, have a look at your values and if for you it's really important to um, be wealthy and to be kind of like seen to be with somebody who's very attractive uh, then those are the things that will lead your dating life um, and with the compatibility thing and the personality thing for me that's kind of like what when you're prioritizing dating somebody or even having friends who you're compatible with and you have you enjoy their personality um, that's kind of maybe you are honoring like the value of connection in those situations um, I find it very hard to connect with people when um, we aren't compatible like when we're kind of speaking different languages so to speak um, it's not to say it's impossible but if I was prioritizing connection then I would be looking for compatibility and if you're prioritizing wealth you'd be looking for money um, so I hope that was useful to you and I hope that the ramble in the middle was useful to other people with other questions to do with compatibility and values. Um, 
I think that's all I'm going to do for today. I've already got a ramble planned <laughs> for next time. Um, it's going to be a ramble about when you're kind of like that sensation of being somewhere um, and noticing that somebody has a crush on you. Um, I got a question about um, how to know if someone's checking you out and I don't have an answer yet but I do have a ramble and that will be coming in the next episode so it's about kind of like when you notice that someone's checking you out and the feelings that that can evoke in you and it's actually kind of more of a personal ramble so you will be hearing more about me <laughs> and then I will make it general too so yeah I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of the love advice segment uh, you can find all of the links in the show notes. Um, is there anything else I need to say? Um, just a reminder that I am a, I am I am like the owner and founder and sole person working in the business A Whole Orange, um, which includes a lot of other things besides this podcast. So I do one-to-one sessions matchmaking reconnect to dating i do one-to-one sessions of love advice and um i also do workshops which i mentioned at the beginning and then i have lots of low cost low stress low um effort friendly events so if you are looking to find more people to connect with um i can help you with that in so many ways um if you have any other love advice questions or any general questions, then please send them in. I You can send them to me by email. You can send them to me on Instagram. Or I have an anonymous form if you don't want your name attached to it, if you don't want me to know who you are. Um, there's an anonymous form in my link tree. Yes. Oh, this is a struggle to round this one out. Um I've just been watching out my window. There's a pigeon just kind of like very gently and slowly um, ruffling up its feathers and then like shaking them down again, which has just been distracting me during that attempt to close out the podcast. But I'm going to go now. I hope it was good. (laughs) Bye.